Welcome in. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining me. This is going to be a real short little episode on a specific topic of something that popped up on Twitter that I want to throw my two cents in on. And then I have a couple little notes at the back end about something unrelated that I want to cover as well. So as we get into this, if you haven't already, hit subscribe on YouTube. I do appreciate it. Hit the notifications button. That way you'll be able to be alerted as soon as new content comes out from this channel. Twitter, type in Always Irish in the search bar or at JKZND4. Merchandise link is in the description below. Audio only, get me wherever you want me. Emails, alwaysirishnd at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, review, share, write mean things. I don't care what you do. I just like the interaction, okay? So let's get into this. And I'm going to try and remain calm during it because I understand the genesis of where this is coming from. I'm going to try and stay calm, but it's it's going to it might be hard, okay? So a Notre Dame blog posted a question on Twitter yesterday or the day before. And the question was, is Ian Book a top 10 Notre Dame player of all time? That was the question. Now, there's a lot that goes into this kind of discussion. Um, I A couple things here. I think the answer is no, and I'm going to go over some very, what I think is obvious and apparent reasons I think it's no. And it has very little to do with crapping on Ian Book and his accomplishments. It has more to do with the elite history of Notre Dame football and all of our players. So I want to be clear. My answer to this is clearly no, and it's not even close. But it's not a shot at Ian Book. It's credit to our amazing history. Okay? So when this gets asked... The first inclination is to go after whoever asked it and say, what drugs are you on? But I'm not going to do that for two reasons. One is a person could pose the question, but that doesn't mean they endorse it. Like just because somebody asks, do you Notre Dame fans think Ian Book's a top 10 player of all time? That doesn't necessarily mean the person asking it believes it. So I'm not going to rip on that for being short-sighted uh, prisoner of the moment type stuff and ignoring Notre Dame's amazing history with all these players. I'm not going to do that, but I do understand how Notre Dame being what it is with its history, asking if the quarterback who has the most wins in program history should be top 10 at all to- of all time. I can understand why somebody would look at that one Number, most wins, all-time Notre Dame quarterback, and then ask this question. So I'm not going to tear this apart as being totally absurd. However, I just think there's a lot of people here. uh, In the comments of this, a lot of people said, no, don't be a prisoner of the moment. Look at all of our guys in history and went over some of the names or accomplishments or accolades or whatever. But to the people who are saying yes to this, and there were a lot of them commenting on Twitter saying, yeah, I think he is. Look at all he's done. Most wins. But if you're saying yes to this, are you ignoring or don't know or forgot all of Notre Dame's elite of elite football past? 
Are you ignoring all that? Forgetting all that? Are, or if you're saying yes to this, are you 20 years old so you never heard of or saw any of the other great Notre Dame players before this era? Because if you're saying yes to this, I have a lot of questions for you. I have a lot of questions for you if you're saying you're putting him in the top 10 Notre Dame players of all time. Based on what? Regular season wins alone? That has to be it, right? He didn't win a Heisman. He didn't win a title. He didn't win a playoff game. He didn't win a major bowl game. So the only thing you're hanging this on is he has the most regular season wins as a quarterback in Notre Dame. That's the only that's the only thing you can hang your hat on if you're saying yes, Ian Book's top 10 all-time in Notre Dame. Cuz there are no other accolades personally or as the team cuz they didn't win a playoff game, didn't win a bowl game that matters. Ian Book didn't win no Heisman. So your criteria is regular season wins. Has to be it. There's no other argument. There's no other argument. That's his biggest accomplishment. So you're putting him in the top 10 all-time in Notre Dame on regular season wins alone. Here's the thing with that. At most schools, with the exception of probably three, four, or five, this makes total perfect sense. Totally perfect sense. Almost anywhere in the country except for like three or four different schools, Notre Dame being one of them because of our amazing history. So, it, most places, fine. Give the guy a statue. Most wins of all time, fine. But Notre Dame's history is different. And that matters in this discussion a lot. Notre Dame's unique history, okay? Here's how I look at this. If you're asking, is Ian Book a top 10 Notre Dame player of all time? Here's the way I would break this down. Just off the top of my head. Notre Dame has seven Eisman Trophy winners. Ian Book's automatically behind all seven of those guys. Now we're down to three spots in the entire history of Notre Dame football. There is nobody alive that could tell me you're putting Ian Book's regular season wins ahead of seven Heisman winners. That means they were the best player in the entire country. Ian Book has never come close to that accolade ever. So automatically, he's behind seven Heisman winners. That leaves you three spots for all the rest of Notre Dame history that you want to give Ian Book one of. Just do it off the top of your head, and I'm going to do this based on somewhat recent history. Let's say color TV, not going back to the black and white Frank Leahy days. Let's keep this somewhat modern color TV era, let's say. So top 10 Notre Dame players of all time. Well, you have the seven Heismans. Now we're down to three spots. So what if I just did this? Joe Montana. You're not going to give Joe Montana a spot on this top 10 list? He won a championship. And I'm not even going to focus on NFL. That's the other thing. I'm not going to let this cloud and look at their NFL careers too because Ian Book doesn't have one to compare with these other guys. So I think that would be a bit unfair because he doesn't have that uh, that part of his life yet for us to measure it against. Is he even going to have that? That's the other thing. So I, I'm not even going to count NFL. So for Notre Dame alone, you have the seven Eismans, Joe Montana who won a championship. Let's go Tony Rice who won a championship. 
And then let's go the Rocket, who has a championship and finished second in the Heisman voting. Right there, you're at 10 already. And I'm listing guys with way more credibility than Ian Book nationally. I'm talking about every guy I named either was the best player in America or won a championship or both. There is just no way Ian Book could touch any of those accolades. Any of them. Best player in college football, Heisman Trophy, championship winning players with individual credentials and titles. Ian Book can't sniff any of that. Are you insane? Again, I'm not ripping Ian Book. He got the most out of every ounce of the talent he had. And I credit the kid for that. He maximized every ounce of his football, uh, college football life. And I credit him for living that dream and doing what he did. But I'm talking about seven guys that were the best player in the whole country and then quarterbacks that won championships. Players that won championships. So... Are you going to, there, I just did 10 names right there. The seven Heismans, Montana, Rice, and the Rocket in the modern era. Right there, there's 10 guys that accomplished more than Ian Book. They're champions. They're champions, okay? So, I, I can't put Ian Book 11th, 12th. Like, the gap between what those guys actually accomplished in Ian Book is huge. It's huge, and I didn't even get into the 104 All-Americans Notre Dame has, which means you're one of the best players at your position. I didn't even get into that. So how can a player who never won a postseason game that matters be top 10 at Notre Dame? It can't just be based on regular season wins where there, and there's no hardware. There's no hardware. Camping bowl hardware doesn't count. This is Notre Dame. So again, it's not a shot on Ian Book, but I'm not going to let people be so short-sighted they forget Notre Dame's elite football history. There's no practical, sane argument that you could put Ian Book in ahead of any of our guys who won a Heisman. Are you on drugs and what kind of drugs are you on? Send me some. That you just can't do that. Those are so far apart. They don't belong even in the same building as each other. And then I'm giving you just recent modern quarterbacks who won championships. The Rocket won a championship and second in the Heisman. Most electric player in college football. None of these are things you could say about Ian Book. You just can't. So... I'm not going to let people short-sightedly shortchange our history because they're prisoners of the recent moment. This is Notre Dame. You need to win stuff. You need to win stuff. And by stuff, I don't mean a whole lot of regular season games against teams you have more talent than. That don't cut it. About 98% of schools in the land, top 10, give them a statue. This is Notre Dame. It's different. The standard's different. You have to win something that matters. You have to win something that lasts forever. A Heisman, a championship, something like that. You need to be the most electric player in college football the way the Rocket was. Ian Book never was the best at anything. Never was the best at anything. 
and didn't win anything that's in a trophy case that lives on for forever. So again, it's not a shot against him. It's a credit to our entire history of elite, elite football accomplishments. So I respect Ian Book a ton, but the gap between the top 10 players of all time at Notre Dame and Ian Book is big. It's big. Like, you could put him in the top 30, probably. You could put him in the, I'll even let you go into the 20s because he's a quarterback, and I value that more than some other positions. So I'm fine with that, but top 10, no, I just can't. It, the accolades don't match up. The, the accolades don't match up. I'm talking about champions and Heismans. Ian Book has never gotten close to sniffing either. So, no, I just can't go there based on regular season wins. This ain't Indiana. This ain't Iowa State. This isn't Kentucky. This ain't Kansas. This is Notre Dame. So, I just can't go there. Okay, so... I just, I don't know if people just don't recognize the history or remember it or they're too young or I just, I can't live in a world where he's placed in there with guys that were the best player in all of college football when he's never been close to it. I Logically, I can't do it. it it's, it's short-sighted. It's prisoner of the moment type stuff, okay? So... Really, really good player. Respect the hell out of him. Got every ounce out of the talent he had at Notre Dame. I, I, I appreciate him from the bottom of my heart for that. But nowhere near top 10 all-time at Notre Dame. Not even close. Okay? So let's finish on two other small notes. One is I'm starting to take some heat for how much I'm in love with Marcus Freeman. People on Twitter are coming at me. I did the show saying I was in love with them. I'm starting to take a little heat. And I got people saying to me, even this morning on Twitter, well, what's Marcus Freeman ever done at Notre Dame? I'm going to tell you one thing he's done already, and I, I'm not even being sarcastic. I've had people say to me, Johnny, hasn't even coached a game yet, and you're already in love with the guy? What's your deal? I'm going to tell you this right now. Based on what he was able to do with the Ford commitment, and what's going on now with the USC linebacker, the number one linebacker in the whole country at his position that decommitted from USC, where do you think that came from and is going? If that goes the way people are saying it's going to go, then Marcus Freeman's already personally recruited better than Clark Lee already, and he hasn't even coached a single snap. Name me two guys that Clark Lee had with the fanfare credibility star ranking of these two guys. Is there is there two guys that he was directly involved with that rank higher than these two? And the guy's been in the building less than two weeks. So I'm banking that the on-field success is going to follow similarly that it did at Cincinnati. I have no reason to think it won't. And if it doesn't the next two years, then I'm not going to say I want Marcus Freeman to not leave and take over for Kelly. But as we sit right now, there's absolutely no evidence that suggests he's not going to be good at Notre Dame. And he's already recruited two guys higher ranked than any two guys Clark Lee personally got. So I'm fine putting myself out there because he checks all the boxes I'm looking for in a head coach. He checks them all. 
personality, energy, results, recruiting, young, all of it. All of it. So for now, I'm fine putting myself out there saying I would be fine taking a chance and rolling with this uh, this young guy and see what he could do.